Hello and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. My name is Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org, and my email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-H-E-M-P-H-I-L-L-1, the number one, at me.com. Last time we asked the question, does God still give anointings? Today we ask another question. Can a violent dream hurt a real person? Can a violent dream hurt a person in real life? Now that's kind of a strange question, isn't it? First, let's start with a couple of scriptures. Genesis 40, 18 to 19, NLT. This is what the dream means, Joseph told him. The three baskets also represent three days. Three days from now, Pharaoh will lift you up and impale your body on a pole. Then birds will come and peck away at your flesh. So dreams can foretell a violent future, that's for sure. 1 Kings 3, verse 5 and verses 9 through 12 in LT. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, what do you want? Ask, and I'll give it to you. Give me an understanding heart so I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong, for who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, Because you've asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for. I'll give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. So Solomon's wisdom was imparted to him by God in a dream, and it was true. It was so in real life. Pretty fascinating. Matthew 1, verse 20, NLT. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now, notice here that Mary and Joseph were told in a dream she would be pregnant by the Holy Spirit, and it happened in the real world. There's probably a lot more examples, but I think you're beginning to get the point. Dreams and the real world are often connected in the Bible and probably are today as well. So back to the question we asked in the beginning, can a violent dream hurt a real person? Here's a, an email I got from someone with that exact question. My daughter is having nightmares of us, her family, being murdered or hurt in various different ways. I woke up out of the blue with a bloody nose. I also have had dreams about many people, different things and different people. What spiritual warfare are we facing? What can we do to be prepared? This comes from Amanda. Now, first of all, let me tell you that we're doing a once a month um, uh, open forum question and answer uh, Zoom first Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central each month. You can find the link to that on our website at active-faith.org. So we discussed this question, and there was so much interest in it, I decided to go ahead and make a podcast out of it here. So let me give you the answers that I gave 
to her. Number one, first of all, God doesn't give nightmares. Nightmares come from the enemy. Satan is the prince of darkness, and he does his best work in the dark. Why? Because this promotes fear, and fear and faith can't coexist. If you're focused on your fear, your faith evaporates. If you're focused on your faith, your fears have no meaning. One displaces the other. Uh, saying that fear and faith can coexist is almost like saying, can you turn that light bulb halfway on? You can't do it, can you? A light bulb is on or off. Fear and faith displace each other. I have a long discussion about this in one of my books on spiritual warfare, Prayers Satan Hates. Number two answer to this lady, Amanda, is that the spiritual world influences the physical world. Prayers bring angels in the Bible, Peter was literally released from prison when the church was praying for him by an angel. Uh, nocturnal attacks can have literal, physical side effects. Number three, I pray every night that all the enemy's plans against me are canceled in Jesus' name and by his blood. Number four, also I pray every night and every day that any curses that anyone tries to put on me by the enemy, I pray to have them return to sender in Jesus' name and by his blood. So you could pray that for your daughter. I'd also recommend staking the house with the Bible verses on tent stakes. Stake her bedroom and her bed. And, you know, castles used to have a moat and wall and spikes on top of the wall, and then guards with bows and arrows, weapons. So that's five levels of defense. Make sure she has at least three. Stake the property, stake the house, then put verses in the corners of the bedroom and under the four bedposts. Number six, your daughter's nightmares are one thing, your dreams that you ask about in the question too, they might be something else altogether. Ask God in prayer for clarity if there's something he wants you to learn from your dreams. Watch for the answers. Sometimes they come in surprising ways. Finally here, I want to refer to these other podcasts that have to do with different aspects of dreams. Look at number 12, We Live in Enemy Territory. Number 48, about Legba. 57, when a former witch called me and then had a dream. 63, a drug rehab center. 66, a Nissan service lady and her dream. It ended up bringing her into Christianity when she was a non-believer. 71, start the day disarming your enemy. I mentioned that partly in the things about uh, canceling any enemy plans and canceling any curses. Number 90, Porn and children's nightmares. Some people are connecting the dots. The days they look at porn are the nights that their kids have nightmares. 99, are dream catchers good or bad? 108, Victoria's nightmares returned. Things were happening in the physical world that were be being affected, and her dreams took care of, uh, helped reveal that. 134, can a Koran invite nightmares? Check that one out. 149, uh, it talks about prayer and oil as a weapon. It's a uh, part two of that series. It specifically mentioned an 11-year-old who had nightmares and how they stopped it. 150, um, a haunted college dorm room. 172, uh, a family chaos question, a case study about Kate. Look at those, and those will also give you help and insight about that. So, in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to ask God if your dreams are some sort of message from him. Ask him to give you clarity and insight and understanding and discernment in this area. Maybe you could pray like this. Lord, if you're giving me a dream to help me in some way, 
then please help me to remember the dream in detail and also help me to know what I need to learn from it. In Jesus' name. See you next time on Battle Plan. And we're going to ask a very uh, widely asked and interesting question. Is Pokemon safe for Christian kids? Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.